I hope you had a great uh, Jubilee weekend. It was good, wasn't it? Everyone's kind of, let's just say, tired and emotional today after it, because even if you weren't doing the whole celebrating the Jubilee thing, I feel like at the weekend people were just doing stuff. And it's been amazing scrolling through uh, social media like Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, looking at people's photos generally. They're so nice and colourful. It's great to see people with smiles on their faces, whatever they've been doing. After, like you say, we've had a couple of tough years and we trapped in the house, pressed against the window like one of those Garfields in a car back window from the 90s. And there's been, like, the Jubilee, there's been gigs, there's been festivals, outdoor stuff, camping, all sorts going on. Naturism, even. But I was thinking to myself, right, to start the show tonight, how do you pull together all these strands of all the different things that have been going on? And I think, think back to school, right? If you did something together as a class in school, what would you do? You'd get back, talk about it, and then do a, a collage or a mural on the wall of loads of different photos. So we're going to try and do that tonight on Home Time. If you happen to be on Twitter, at Absolute Radio, find one photo from the weekend that you've got on your phone that kind of sums things up for you and send it to us. And at the very end of the show, we'll repost it on Twitter and do a big mural of all the pictures that people have sent in. So Twix has sent in a photo of uh, what appears to be a miniature battle scene. I think he or she is doing Star Wars Wargaming. I'm not sure. Looks like Star Wars Legion. Bit of a board game nerd angle on it there. Looks like fun. Uh, Duncan uh, says, Bush walking away from the Nebworth Jubilee with this beauty, and he's managed to get hold of Liam Gallagher's set list. What an amazing steal, stroke fine, that is from the Jubilee weekend. Lots of photos of the Red Arrows too, which is fine. I feel bad for not, not really like. I don't, don't mean it in a bad way. I don't really like the Red Arrows uh, because growing up in Brixham in Devon, when they used to go, I think they used to do a flyover at the Sulcombe Regatta or something like that, but they always used to fly really low over our house on this hill in Brixham and frighten the life out of me and my parents used to hit the deck like it was some kind of blitzkrieg going on so I'm always slightly triggered whenever I see the red arrows and just dive to the floor or get under a table or something so have a look for your phone do us a favour be part of our mural tonight on Home Time and they're still coming in Angie sent in uh, a picture of her mum's Jubilee trifle looks very nice half of it's gone uh, Colin says photo of a robin stealing some of my breakfast when I went to get my cup of tea what about that Dan sent in a video of what appears to be Peppa Pig uh, line dancing at a shopping centre each to their own and then Hyder Neil, who's got a bit of Jubilee soapbox challenge going on in his village. So keep them coming in. We're going to do a big mural at the end of the show if you're on Twitter at Absolute Radio. The second thing, and I want your text on this, 8.12.15, a brilliant way to distill, to crystallise down the weekend and, and get to the very core of things is to think of your weekend in terms of a episode of Friends. So you know Friends episodes are always like the one about the dot, dot, dot. Well, complete that sentence. Uh, and then sum up your weekend like that. 8, 12, 15 for your comments. Cray says, the one about the trampoline and the water balloon. Sounds interesting. And Brian McVeigh says, the one about the bees on the roof. Might be the one with the flatbreads. Uh, big fan of Tom Kerridge, the chef. Love his accent. He'd say cheers, drive. And, and in his barbecue book, even though, and I don't want to start a war on this, I've got a gas barbecue, right? So before you start getting in touch saying that's an outdoor grill, I just, I, it's my barbecue and that's just how it is, Okay. Um, he's got a, a recipe in there for flatbreads, a bit of uh, self-raising flour, some yoghurt, some olive oil. I didn't half expect, well, 100% expect them to be terrible because I'm a useless cook and ruin everything. And they came out all right. It's a triumph. I might have to end there. Do you know what I mean? Quit whilst I'm ahead. So I'm walking around still thinking about it. Still a little bit of a buzz from the weekend from that. 
Tom says uh, his weekend would be the one where I had to break into my own house after a family barbecue after forgetting the keys. And he sent it in on, on Twitter. as an amazing photo of him, I think two floors up with his legs sticking out of his own bedroom window. What an amazing guy. What a weekend hero. Uh, we've got Angie on the line. Sum up your weekend then, Angie, in the style of a Friends episode title. The one where I worked all weekend at a restaurant. Wow, so the one where you worked all weekend at a restaurant. You know, God bless and people in catering. No, there's loads of people out there who are pulling the yes. pints and yes. serving the food. Tell us what you did this weekend then. I, I work at a, a well-known pizza chain restaurant. Um, oh. I actually blimmin' well love it, um, but I don't know what bank holiday means. And so when everyone's been banging on about bank holiday over Facebook, etc., my eyes are rolling in the back of my head. Was it? It was nice, though, wasn't it, to see people out and about enjoying themselves again? That was a good. There was a good vibe this weekend, don't you think, Angie? It was totally, yeah, yeah. And I did because um, I didn't. I worked during the day, and so I still had time to watch the concert and stuff on the telly when I got home. Amazing. And then, seeing as you work in in the pizza industry, uh, Angie, yeah. do you mind me getting your view on uh, uh, pineapple on a pizza? I'm deeply concerned by that. that it's still a thing in 2022. Well, we, as the one I work at, we don't sell it, but I actually like it. Sorry. Oh, so you're one of those. You're one of those people. If you like it, it's right. If you, if you don't like it, it's wrong. Do you do what? Do you do that pizza that's got a fried egg in the middle? Is that you lot, Angie? Yes, it is. Yes. Right. I haven't tried that yet, but. Um... It does look nice, actually. Yeah, okay. It's called uh, Fior- Fiorentina. There you go. Well, listen, <laughs> lovely to speak to you. I could chat pizzas to you all night, but lovely to chat to you. Take care. You too, cheers. Uh, you remember Tom from earlier on? He said the one where I had to break into my own house after a family barbecue because uh, I forgot the keys. Brilliant photo on Twitter of his legs poking out the top window, I think their bedroom window. Uh, his wife, Emily, has just followed up that tweet by saying, what you don't see is the dog attacking him from inside the house. It just gets better and better. Um, speak to our producer, Adem, over there. Hello, Adem. Hello. Uh, you, uh, well, sum up your uh, weekend in the style of a Friends episode, the one with the... The one where the sugar babes were formed. There you go. Adem went to see the, the sugar babes are back... Uh, the and, originals. Well, this is it. Um, I don't mean this in a bad way, but the Sugar Babes are like Trigger's broom from Only Fools and Horses. That they've had loads of loads of different handles and loads of different heads, but over the years. And if you trace back the Sugar Babes, then so you saw the original Siobhan, Keisha, Mutia, and they're back, right? They're back, bigger like, than ever. How well would how the other ones feel? Because there's like 15 other Sugar Babes, like Time Lords, well, the Doctors. I, who I think are. they've got seven albums, and Siobhan. Yeah. She's only on the first album, but now she's back in the original lineup. I feel like Siobhan's locked out, locked out a little bit. She's only on one song. She's but, singing them all now. Were they good? They were, the, they were amazing. You Let's know. go see them. I like the fact that you nearly swore there. That shows how passionate you are about the Sugar Babes. All these amazing weekends people have had. If you look on Facebook, social media, whatever, people have been up to loads of stuff this weekend. So let's try and get it down to one thing. Boil it down to the style of a Friends episode. So the one with the... And that will kind of sum it up. We've got Charlotte on the line. Uh, sum up your weekend then in the style of a Friends episode. The one with the CrossFit competition. The one with the CrossFit competition. That sounds painful. Yeah, it was. I feel like I've been hit by a boss today. Now, this shows how, like, gym-friendly I am. I don't even think I 100% know what a CrossFit is. Is it the thing where you move your arms and legs on these sticks at different <laughs> times? No, that's a cross-trainer. Oh. Um, so CrossFit is um, it's a bit like a cult. <laughs> like a, a like fitness cult. <laughs> but what do you do there? What, what what action are you doing? What's the machine? Many, many actions. So it's fitness racing. Um, so we did things like um, wall balls where you squat with a ball and then you stand up and throw it to a target and some deadlifts and some swinging on a bar and making your toes touch the bar. Charlotte. And some cleans and some exercise bikes. Charlotte, mate, this sounds awful. This sounds awful. This sounds so (laughs) awful. All these things. (laughs) 
How do you feel great. today? Um, I'm very, very tired today. And, like, if you, like, bend down and get something, like, your slippers off the floor, what kind of noise are you making? <laughs> I'm making all the noises. I'm literally like, uh... <laughs> Hey, did you, uh, it was a CrossFit competition then. Did you win it? No, no, mate. Honestly, I'm too old for stuff like that. <laughs> I just think knock it on the head. Just have a cup of tea and relax today then, Charlotte. Just go for a nice day out. Yes. <laughs> Right, then, we've got Julie on the line. Julie, summarise your weekend in the style of a Friends episode, please. The one where I had three cake orders and finished them at 4.30 in the morning. Whoa! Wowee, so that's a lot of cake cooking in one day. Yes. <laughs> I have my own little cake business. OK. And what um, what orders did, did they have? What were the cakes that you were baking? Uh, there was a christening cake for a little boy. Yeah. There was a three-tier equestrian cake for a 21st birthday. Wow. And then a frozen cake for a little girl's fourth birthday. And just to go back to the equestrian cake, did you have to make little tiny horses on top of that? I made the horse on top of it, yes. That's amazing, that is. What an unbelievable thing. And then if you are involved in, you know, doing making cakes, baking cakes, that kind of thing, obviously when you do home baking, one of the best bits is is like having all the, the stuff off the spoon after you've done, you've finished putting it all together. Again, technical terms escape me. Uh, when you, and that's your stock in trade now, do you, do you bother doing that or is it just like you're not that bothered by it anymore? Not bothered about it anymore. <laughs> is that, does that make you feel sad a little bit, that that joy of putting your finger around the inside of the bowl and having it is, is gone because it's your place of work? Not really. I'm a diabetic, so I can't. That's a good point. Well, there you go. It was kind of forced upon you in many ways. But hey, what a great weekend, and you managed to get all the orders in by half four, and you did them. I did them by 4.30 in the morning. Julie, say, get in there. Get in there. Yes, you did it. Well done. Good on you. Respect. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. I went to Sarah Champion's Jubilee Street Party yesterday. It's brilliant. I love Champers. She lives around the corner from us in Leon C. It's great having her as a neighbour. However, I embarrassed myself there for two reasons. Uh, reason number one is that Sarah did a music quiz at the street party and I came last. I kid you not, everyone in their street. I- I'm a DJ. I work with music every day. My lack of general knowledge never ceases to amaze me. So that's embarrassing. Uh, secondly... I embarrassed myself because I had to spend the entire party talking to people from a particular angle to try and take their attention away from the massive scar that I've got on my nose. I've had this spot on my nose for ages, right? And Katie Melarf says, don't mess with it. Stop fiddling with it. It's like a block pour or something like that. But you know what it's like? You get out of the shower and you think, oh, maybe, maybe it's time for it to go. I had a little go at it and it wouldn't stop bleeding. Literally would not stop bleeding. And uh, I'm sorry if you're having your tea, but this is the worst bit. I had, to, <laughs> I had to sleep on the floor in Thea's room in the middle of the night on Friday, on Saturday night, right? So the night before Champers Thing, uh, because she had a night terror. So I slept on the floor next to her. And in the night, this is so gruesome, my spot on my nose bled and went into my eye. So I woke up thinking, oh, I've got really bad sleep on my right eye. It was blood. Thea was sat in bed absolutely horrified. I think she's traumatised forever. So I've ruined my face. I've genuinely ruined my face. Uh, Katie tried to put a bit of powder on me earlier on this morning and it didn't, let's just say it didn't work. That wasn't a good look. A lot like Data from Star Trek Generations, whatever it's called. The Next Generation, or whatever it's called. Uh, so, I just want to know, with this in mind, what have you ruined? And I mean, like, something that you've ruined just for your own stupidity, your own actions. You can't blame anyone else but yourself. Uh, Matt Jones says, I went pond dipping with the kids at the weekend 
and someone fell in the pond. Yes, it was me. I fell in the pond. Brilliant photo of him, absolutely soaked in his shorts. So if you've ruined something recently, I want to hear from you, and it'll make me feel better about what I've done to my face. i got to say a huge congratulations to Wales for reaching the World Cup for the first time in 60-odd years. A brilliant thing, and I would say completing the work started by the late and very great Gary Speed. As an Everton fan, uh, I'll always have a special place in my heart for him, and it was ace to see that yesterday. I'm sure he would be made up if he's watching it, wherever he's watching from right now. So good on you. Uh, in the meantime, direct opposite of this, asking you, uh, what have you ruined recently after I... Uh, popped a spot on my face and it wouldn't stop bleeding and uh, end up having a scar when I was at Sarah Champion's street party. Ruined it. Uh, let us know what's happened to you. Kat says, the heels of my feet. Uh, this morning I stupidly put on a pair of shoes for work that were at the back of the cupboard and now I remember why. Blister City, my heels are in tatters. Willie says, I ruined not one but two dental mouthguards of my daughters at the weekend. Didn't read the instructions, put two of them in boiling water and they stuck together then to my fingers when I tried to ease them apart but I stuck the remains of one in her mouth anyway thanks for that Willie great parents in there uh, we've got Joe on the line Joe what did you ruin? I ruined my face by eating pick your own strawberries <laughs> before pesticides were banished and within an hour we got home my eyes were closed my husband was horrified and couldn't even look at me because I looked like something horrific and I was Oh my lord, this is so awful because, you know, pick your own strawberries is such a wonderful British countryside, uh, you know, iconic thing to do. And then within minutes, your eyes are all swollen up and your eyes are closed. And it, it just sounds like a nightmarish end. <laughs> How do they get you back to normal? How do they bring you back to the light then, Joe? Well, I didn't go to the doctors or anything. I was just, um, just took antihistamines, had ice packs on my face, and by the morning, it sort of gone down a bit. Stiff upper lip there, just kind of got on got on with it, didn't you? Yes, that's it. And can you eat strawberries but now, or has that put you off strawberries for the rest of your life? No, I've learnt my lesson. I just pay for everything. Take it home and wash it before I eat it. There you go, a valuable life lesson. Joe, good to speak to you. I'm glad you're still here. Thank you. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Thanks to 10 weeks of tickets, we have a pair of tickets to be won for this year's Isle of Wight Festival, which is coming up sharp, not this weekend, but the weekend after, taking place from the 17th of June. For your chance to see the likes of Madness, Kasabian, Muse, Blossoms, The Charlatans, and Richie and I doing 80s versus 90s live, all you need to do is take part in our little game that we like to call... She's got a ticket to ride. He's got a ticket to ride Sing along They've got a ticket to ride We'll get you there Oh yes, it's back folks So a famous artist has had to set sail on the way to the Isle of Wight Festival and they're singing one of their most famous songs but the water's a bit choppy and do you know what, the captain and the ferry is a bit trigger happy on the old foghorn To win the tickets, all you need to do is tell us what lyrics the captain has played the foghorn over are you ready for this? Have a little listen, see if you can tell. Our house here has a crowd. There's always something happening. Our mum, she's so house proud. Nothing ever slows her down and a mess is not allowed. Let's meet to uh, tonight's contestant. He's called Bill. Bill, how you doing? Ah, good evening. I'm fine, thank you. Welcome to the Home Time Show. Everyone's had a, a very crazy weekend. What What did you get up to during the uh, the uh, plat- Platinum Jubilee weekend celebrations, Bill? Uh, <clears throat> the Platinum weekend. We're, well, we've had a street party down the road. Brilliant. Now, 
Street party wise, well, what what games did you play? Because I went to Sarah Champion Street Party. We we uh, battered a pinata with uh, a baseball bat, uh, and we also did a fellow in Earth Street did a brilliant competition called Guess the Crisps, and he had like fifteen pots of crisps. And he had to guess what flavour they were and write them down on a bit of paper. It was brilliant. That sounds great. In fact, it sounds like uh, the street parties that my in-laws used to have over in Monstead. Um, <laughs> ours was a little bit more sedate, I must admit. People were having something to eat, something to drink. Kids were playing football on the green and okay. they had some games for little kids, which was good fun. Did you have a little tipple though, Bill? You managed to treat yourself to a little tipple? I had a drink at home. Fortunately, I'm 50 yards away. So I thought, that suits me. <laughs> you still go back on all fours if worse comes to worse. Well, listen, Bill, 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 we want to send you to the Isle of Wight Festival. Thing is, Madness was set off on the ferry, but the captain of the ferry is a little bit trigger-happy on the horn, and he's uh, he's tooted his horn right over the lyrics. Have a listen to this. Our house has a crowd. There's always something happening. Now, what lyrics has he covered up there, Bill, with his horn? And it's usually quite loud. Congratulations. Yes, well done. You are on your way to the Isle of Wight Festival, Bill. Good on you. That sounds fantastic. Thank you so much and keep up the good music. Oh, thank you, man. And just to let you know, the Isle of Wight is more than 50 yards away from your house, so you will need to plan oh, ahead accordingly. Years. Oh, yeah, we'll get the ferry sorted, no problem. <laughs> Good man. Well, listen, we'll play again tomorrow. Thanks to 10 Weeks of Tickets, we want to send you to the Isle of Wight Festival. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. So brilliant to look for all the pictures and see what people have been getting up to, which is a great thing. Uh, a real bonus in the Bush household this morning, our middle girl, Thea, who's kind of like a curly-haired wild child, uh, is in the papers today because she was kind of monkeying about at a um, one of the street parties a couple of roads down from us. We were with her, obviously. She was just like out on her own, loose. Uh, but some of the local photographers were type of taking photos of, you know, these street parties up and down the country. And Thea's right at the very front. So we're very chuffed. She's in the paper for the very first time. So I want to put it to you guys tonight on the show. When were you in the paper? Have you found fame by being in the local paper? Or maybe even the Nationals? Something like that. For me, I have to say, the only time I've ever really properly made the papers was to do with an incredibly boring thing called the chancellery charge. Uh, We were trying to sell a house, I think, back in the day in Bristol. And uh, to, to be able to sell it and then leave, we had to chip in for this might be wrong but we ended up in the paper anyway we had to chip in for like the the lead on the roof of the local church even though it's not a church we'd ever been to or anything like that and it was just this really old law from ages and ages ago uh called the chancellery fee i think i think that to be the case either way a bit of a brouhaha ended up in the local paper they got us to do compo face it's almost like they encourage you to do it. just lean over the railings outside your house just look a bit fed up compo face proper compo face in the Bristol Evening Post if you remember that newspaper we're still going down in the Bristol way so look if you've been in the paper for whatever reason compo face celebration found fame I want to hear from you uh, hi to Darren Riley who sent in uh, a little photo on Twitter saying uh, the, the daily sport Sunday sport reader Darren spots Morrissey in torn wallpaper so he's seen something in the wallpaper that looks like Morrissey. It does look like it's quiff, to be fair. Uh, well done, Darren, for getting into the Sunday sports. Uh, Tara says they used to put pictures of kids in pantos in the local paper when I was little, and they used this one of me claiming I was rehearsing. I told my mum that it was lies, everything was too loud, and it's her in what appears to be a bonnet, akin to something you might find on a Victorian ghost, holding her ears as if it is indeed too loud. And hi to Tom, 
who says, uh, my best mate and me uh, met Patrick Moore when we were seven years old, interviewed for the local news and everything. The height of fame. Uh, Cy Williams says, yes, first Christmas Day baby born that year at the hospital where I was born. Sadly, I don't have a copy of the picture. It was a long time ago. Fair enough, that's still pretty cool, though. Lisa says, yes, school production of The Wizard of Oz. I was dressed as a tree. Heide Carl, who has got in touch saying he also was in the local paper. He does have a photo. Uh, and he's got, he says, that's me uh, dressed as a chef right in the middle of it. And it's quite a blurred photo. He looks like a clansman from here, so that's an interesting photo. And I had a Beverly, who says, I was, uh, I was in the paper at Jack Charlton's funeral. I was the piper at the very front of it. It's got a photo and everything. Some unbelievably talented things that you guys do here on Home Time. Just trying to process all the amazing things that everyone's been up to over the weekend. It's been great to see. Uh, what we've been doing is trying to get your photos from the weekend. Give us one picture that you've got on your phone's memory from the weekend that kind of sums things up. You've been sending them in on Twitter uh, and we've done it as a huge mural, as we do at school, back in school days. Everyone goes on a French exchange, a big wall picture thing uh, in the classroom with every photo that people have taken on, on their cameras, stick it together for a big mural. It's out there on Twitter right now for you to have a little nose at what other people have been up to. At Absolute Radio for that. In the meantime, you've also been sending in your amazing stories about when you were in the paper. You ever found national, international, local fame? for being in your local paper. Some great stuff coming in. Barnsley says, Yes, I was in the paper. I was dressed as a Christmas pudding, being chased by Pike from Dad's Army and Christopher Lillicrap in Basildon about 35 years ago. Uh, no actual uh, like clarification as to why they were chasing him, but still an amazing thing. Uh, JD says, I have, although not by name, thankfully, me and a mate around 12 years ago accidentally caused rather a lot of damage to a lot of stuff by rolling a large tyre we found down a massive hill. I was the unknown vandal at the time, which I thought was unfair, as there were two of us. See, the, the stories that are behind these things, you know, simple news story in the paper is huge. Uh, Sean Davidson's got in touch to say, I was in a picture for a football team where we had to cover the fronts of our shirts with our arms folded as we were told the kits were stolen. So I think this is an early example, because there's a, a photo of like maybe 12, 13 of them, all looking quite cross, arms folded over. I would say it's an early example of compo face that I was referring to earlier on with the chancel recharge. And hi to Ellie Bear, who says, I was in the news and the paper just for playing video games. And she looks like a proper pro e-gamer. The Daily Takeaway. Russian Richie's Daily Takeaway.